0: You can become empowered to develop your inherent potential when you become in tune with your body. This is called life force or chi cultivation. We'll discuss the concepts today on human potential and life force with Dr. Sun. Too many of us misinterpret the intelligence of the human body as mere illness or symptoms. Your body is doing its best to communicate with you. It's time to listen. Now, here is your host, Dr. Sun.
1: Hello, everybody, and this is Dr. Sun. So welcome to Human Potential and Life Force.
2: Hello, everybody. This is Mimi Hetzel. I'm your co-host of this show.
1: Today, our topic is uh, Higher Dimensional Communications and Life Force.
2: Hello, Dr. Sun. What do you mean about Higher Dimensional Communications?
1: Hello, Mimi. So, you know, every day, you know, we look around and see that we're all living in a specific space and uh, a specific time. And so we're living in a fourth dimensional world. And so today, you know, we talk about um, higher dimensional communications. It means to communicate at uh, uh, fifth dimensional levels or above. So I think that, you know, everybody, uh, has um, experience about dreams,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so usually you know there is no limit, uh, no time limit, and no space limit in our dream time. And uh, you, know, you can have a dream about you know something happened in the past, and or something that happens in the future. So in the dreams, uh, you can see yourself sometimes in New York, sometimes be in Beijing or in the Moon or in somewhere else. So this feels really free. It's it's wonderful. And so we might you know call the dream state is the fifth dimensional and a level. So but you know it's like humans people have dreams. Sometimes people don't remember their dreams.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and or it's like they kind of hardly to bring their dream become to the reality or this two. and uh, so um, today i'm actually excited when we share uh, the better way of uh, you know the higher dimensional communications actually is uh, you know our practice of the qigong practice
0: mm-hmm. so
1: in qigong practice you know we have a, Basically two things you know, very really simple one is we talk about you know in other shows, you know You know first thing we can feel the energy. We feel the authentic chi the life force and So that every time you practice qigong and the life force is with you mm-hmm. Right so so it doesn't matter, you know, you do anything another breathing or meditation or yoga or uh, slow movement we always and do the practice and with the authentic chi the life force it feels alive so the the first thing we feel the life force is with us so once you feel the energy the second part we try to get more relaxed right in the mind so and uh, and if uh, you know we are able to relax our mind and to uh, bring the mind into a state we can bring the intellectual mind and the uh, intuitive mind together or uh, you can call the you know, dream system together uh, so then it's like a, we are not only in able to you know, communicate in the intellectual level and also can communicate at, at energetic level and uh, we saw the dream system so I think uh, 2,500 years ago, uh, Laozi called this state of mind it called it a shun. Right. The state of mind. So and to, when you f- feel the energy, then we can when you feel when you experience the shun state of mind. So the communications is it happens like a multi-dimensional levels almost at the same time. So when your body waking up, your body can feel things so that it's like the communication is not about imagination because the body can have actual sensations. And so, and you know, some people in our community, we call this a qi Mm -hmm. So you get a qi mail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, so I would like to, you know, call. So this is state of mind is the gate of a sixth dimension.
2: Of the,
1: the sixth dimension, the six dimension, the sixth dimensional level, yeah. Because in the dream state, right, the time can be reversed. Right. So in the fourth dimension level, you know, the time only go one direction. Right. So that's like from past and present and go to the future. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the morning, the noon, and the evening. So and the time cannot be reversed. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, there's a limitation, time limitation space limitation so once you know we're go to bed in a the intellectual mind rest, and once we have a dream then in the dream state the time can be reversed
2: mm-hmm.
1: right so in the dream state there have almost like a no time kind of things you can go to the future you can go to the um, the past you can go to anywhere right so this from the time point of view so So then we can see the dream state and it's a fifth dimension. Okay. Right. So Mm -hmm. in your Qigong practice, you feel the energy. Then if your mind gets into the shen state, so then, so your dream state, your dream, like almost you have a dream state, but you are aware. And so you you have great awareness and bring the dream system with you. Mm. Then your body is also waking up. Mm-hmm. So when any like a new information get in, you get a specific sensations. So like almost like a computer, like a ding, you get an email, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like you get a mail. So in this stage and we saw, uh, it's like a life force alive and we the state of mind in the Xuan State. So this uh, provided the opportunity to have multi-dimensional communications. Wow. Yeah. So that's the one part. So you know, for for this uh, you know experience, I think it's not only me in our community. You know, the ex, uh, advanced practitioners all have those uh, experience. Mm-hmm. and experience. Uh, and one thing we know, you know, the the heaven and the earth, the universe, always try to uh, communicate with us. You know, we talk about the body is amazing and the body every part of the body try to do great service you know for our soul works
2: in our favor
1: yeah exactly so really try to serve our soul Mm -hmm. you know serve the purpose of our spirit so when we practice get our you know intellectual mind intuitive mind and all the conscious of the body and on the same page working together then we begin to aware and the universal energy so the universe you know the heaven the earth also try to communicate with us all the time so in this part you know it happened to everybody all the time but it, people just are not aware for that mm. so I, w- I want to give you an example and um, so I, this uh, this uh, experience i never forget okay um this, this is in 1987 so when i was preparing a uh, very important uh, uh, test, it's uh, language for Japanese test. And I was behind, you know, with uh, compared with my classmate. And, but it's very important the test. If you get a good test, you might have opportunity to go to Japan for studies. So I just uh, tried to and uh, prepare my test. So suddenly, it's, I can see a very small, but a really cute and red spider and coming down from the ceiling and slowly it landed on my right hand so then when the spider on my hand make my hand really tingling mm-hmm. i can feel tingling and I feel hot it's like wow yeah and so so then later it's like what's that means so i meditated you know on this like a cute red spider
2: did it bite you
1: it didn't bite me just like walking around Uh then once i feel that making my hand you know tingling and hot then just uh, again you know on the on the uh slowly and come back then rising up Uh and to the to the ceiling when we meditate on that in in my mind i see a hexagram it's like the the book of change Uh i see it's like a a fire is like a fire over heaven oh. and the hexagram is uh, the number 14. I said sort of, wow this is basically it's a blessing from heaven it's, it literally means <laughs> and uh, also it's like you might get some support so then actually I get some support and, uh, and had a, a really good exam get a really good score mm. so then I, that's why later I get opportunity I went to Japan Wow. Yeah, so this is one part of the we talk about it. You know the heaven and earth communications. <clears throat> yes. So uh, this you know communication sometimes in the, when I'm study about uh, a book, you know that Master Li Dongbin talk about the, the secret golden flower. So, so one part of the exercise, uh, the important aspect, and he addresses like very important to cultivate the intentional earth. So I said, oh, what does that mean? You know, I kind of meditated on that. Then suddenly I see a person doing exercise, doing practice exercise and meditation. Then later I remember that I realized, oh, this is the exercise for intentional earth cultivation. So this is kind of another example. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's universal communications. Then come to our dreams. Sometimes come to. You know, is uh, our practice during the practice you receive messages.
2: It's worth it to wonder, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah.
1: So actually, it's like before I started this fall, I just get a message and, and in my dream, and so uh, I would like to share that. And uh, um, this is this is the dream is get a message. Yeah. Sure. So the message was a uh, is it was in Chinese, and so in Chinese say says. Uh, Yo lleo bulu shilio So in <laughs> so what it means is like I said, oh that's interesting. So basically the message is say, you know, if you get any health conditions you should to see your primary you know, physician see your doctor first mm-hmm. so if you get a medication and this works well that's wonderful then you get a cured so but you know for some kind of health condition if you see your doctor then if uh, the medication not working well and this uh, you know this message is you know basically says it's not for maybe a journal kind of a uh, formula mm-hmm. but for very you know specific cases and particularly for for chronic conditions. So if you're for chronic condition, like say or oh, if the medication is not working well, you might try, you know, diet and also change lifestyles. Right? So and then if you change the li- the diet, eating a healthy diet, change lifestyle, and so that might not work well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So but then if you did, you know, you did change your lifestyle and uh, the diet is not working for you, then basically maybe you try about the energy and and the healings or the qi and practice qigong, Mm you know, working with the qi. Right. And uh, then maybe, you know, the qi at this level, authentic qi life force can work really well. But then if it's still not good enough, so you might try. So the next level is the spiritual therapy. Right. Yeah, yeah, so like you're working in in at the spiritual level. Uh-huh. So some sometimes it's like the the causes or problems is from the spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And if you found the, the root cause, at that level, then you can get be healed. Right? right. So, but then you try that, still it's not working. Another one is uh, so called the the mm-hmm. universal energy levels healing. Like you can maybe connect a god or goddess. Right. So if you pray or move the, you know the, the god or goddess. If uh, then in your dreams or in your Qigong practice, so you have this uh, god or goddess visiting you. Then then suddenly it feels like you get healed.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So that this is basically the message. Basically, I say, do not get uh, kind of stuck in the one box. Right. So try to have other box thinking and try have healing at a different levels. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter which level. And so the, uh, we should have like a basically two, follow the two, like pretty simple. So one is all the healing should have come from love. And then number two is, and doesn't matter at which levels of healing, you should have followed the, the natural law, the law of the you know the natural laws or the universal laws. Make sure to not have any violation of the natural laws or universal laws. So the love and we follow the natural law and universal law. If we can do that, people can probably have much better, you know, more effective, efficient healing, healing experience. Yes. Yeah.
2: Great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages with our special guest.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Mighty Gems is waiting for you. Host D. Lee shares creative ideas, sparkling inspirational wisdoms, and life experience so you can connect to greater consciousness to gain special gifts of inspiration, encouragement, enlightenment, and your own discovery journey. It's time to show up now and experience what it means to be fully present in your life. Tune in to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee, live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you, or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change.
0: Succeed. This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force.
2: Welcome back everybody. Today we have a wonderful guest, Sylvia Nogaki. We'll bring her into the conversation. First, a little bit about her. Sylvia has been studying Yuren Qigong since 2002 as part of her search for a cure for an illness with symptoms similar to chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. She's been a certified Yuren Qigong instructor since 2008, teaching students in the Seattle area and nationally through the internet. Sylvia, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. It's great to be here.
1: Hello, Sylvia, and welcome Hi, to, the, sh- yeah, welcome to you. the show. So today, you know, we're talking about the higher uh, dimensional, you know, communications and the life force. And uh, I think uh, you had, you know, some very uh, profound, uh, amazing, you know, higher dimensional communications. So, can you share your experience and so uh, about your higher, comu- higher dimension of communications with us?
4: Yes, I can, but first I wanted to mention how incredibly difficult it was uh-huh. for me to <clears throat> accept what was going on, because mm-hmm. I, was, I was a journalist, and journalists are skeptics, mm-hmm. and I subjected Qigong to the scientific method, which was doing yes. and redoing and getting the same conclusion, but mm-hmm. when it came to something like mental telepathy, that was, that was really, uh, that, that was just very difficult for me to accept, although there were certain times in my life when it had happened, I always knew when my mother was calling me on the phone, and mm-hmm. she always knew when I was calling her, for example, mm-hmm. but we sort <laughs> of brushed it aside, I don't know why. But mm-hmm. the thought of actually communicating merely by thinking and hearing mm-hmm. a response Yes, is just something. It was very hard for me to deal with as a journalist and communicating. Mm-hmm. Then the next step with people who had passed on was mm-hmm. was was just something I had a lot of trouble uh, accepting. You know, when I was growing up, if you said that you yeah. experienced these things, they would have put you in a mental institution. So it was quite <laughs> a struggle for me. But then things started happening. And the mm-hmm. first thing that happened was, I remember I was driving home from my job as a journalist, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember thinking, I addressed a friend of mine who died recently, and I remember th- saying to him, oh, you know, I wish, I wish you could hear me, because I'd, I'd just experienced something that I wanted to share with him. And all of a sudden I heard, and it was not me, I heard this little mm-hmm. laugh, that was his laugh, and he said, what makes you think I can't hear you? <laughs> and it was so much outside Mm -hmm. of me. that I I, I can still remember the exact place where it happened. I was right in the middle of a bridge and it was all I could do to keep from breaking. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: And uh, so that was the first time. And then uh, as I practiced the Qigong, uh, suddenly this whole world opened up to me where uh, I was not only able to call on universal energy to heal people and animals, but I was able to communicate in in brief snippets mm-hmm. uh, with people who'd passed on that I knew. Mm-hmm. So this has been a um, quite an amazing, um, difficult to believe and accept experience for me.
1: Yeah, it's like you really begin to experience, you know, people. One is different. You know, spiritual beings just uh, they are spiritual beings, but they're really alive, and just do not have a human body, right? We just. Uh, you know, have a human body. And uh, so that's really different. And, but then once you have your your life force or the authenticity, qi, your energy get activated. So these uh, communications can be uh, hugely enhanced. Yeah, so as you said, you know, I, in the beginning, I feel the same way, you know, I trained like a scientist. So we do all of the scientific, you know, and experiment so and uh, but also, you know, I later realized, you know, like all the scientific experiment research is under very specific conditions, right? So if you under a very specific condition, you repeat and then you get the same results. But when your condition changes, the results will also will change. So this is the one part, you know, when we do all the scientific method under this material level, it's very easy, you know, to take a control. So, but once, you know, we talk about our human beings, you know, we're alive, you know, we have emotions, we have a conscious, we have a subconscious, we have a spiritual life. You know, if you add, you know, one factor, you know, into the material world, you change the conditions, right? So then the outcomes of the results might be different. So yeah, that's like later, you know, when I feel, have the, you know, when I feel the energy, I mean, I see different things and, uh, you know, have these uh, spiritual communications. It's like, I didn't ask them, right? Sometimes just uh, even in the private, private session, sometimes like, oh, I see is some flying season is here. And then the person, you know, just get getting better right away. And, or sometimes I say, oh, this uh, uh, Li Shijin was there. You know, some Chinese medicine doctor passed many years ago. And so, and so when those phenomenon happens, then the person getting healed or at least getting better, have a significant improvement. It's just uh, unbelievable. But it's happened all the time. So it's like, well, I didn't need to ask that, you know, maybe I think about, did I get like, a mental disease or something you Need know, to see a psychology therapist? <laughs> so then later I see the results, I check with my, you know, psychology therapist uh, friends. They say, oh, you're fine. You know, <laughs> well, those kind of, you know, kind of things. So later I have to accept you know there's different levels of communications so i would like to hear you know and your and more your experience and communications uh, at this level
4: okay well I, I suppose the first one i should speak about is is a healing um experience that I had with a friend who had a wound in her leg, her lower leg, and Mm. it had been uh, active for more than six months, and Mm. she had the the lower leg completely bandaged, so I couldn't see the wound or anything, Mm. and um, I I just sort of, without thinking, just said, oh, let let me see if I can give you some chi to help you heal, and I used Mm. my own energy, and um, I activated my chi, and I went up and down her leg and stopped at places that felt like they needed attention Mm -hmm. and uh, she was sitting in the chair and then afterwards I asked her, did you feel anything? Oh my goodness, yes, she said suddenly she said there was felt like my blood was circulating in my leg again and she said in the wound she she described as being circular, she said all around the edge of the wound it felt like something was moving and moving Mm -hmm. toward the center as if the wound were closing but of course I I had no idea what was happening because it was completely bandaged but after that session, after Mm -hmm. doing that i was so exhausted that i Mm -hmm. had been kneeling down on the floor by her leg while she sat in a chair i just lay down Mm -hmm. on the floor i was utterly exhausted and then when a few minutes later when i could get up i just went to the sink and i poured myself two glasses of water and just drank them without stopping i was Mm -hmm. just i was just drained completely drained in Mm -hmm. every way and then i learned that if you call Mm -hmm. on universal energy um Mm -hmm. it's not really about me Mm-hmm. Not, I could use my chi to heal her, but, but it was mm-hmm. much better to use universal energy. And for mm-hmm. me, universal energy is God. Mm-hmm. And so when I called on God and I did healings, uh, when, mm-hmm. I, when I used my chi, but I asked God's help,
0: mm-hmm.
4: I, would, I would be unscathed. Uh, it would be it would be nothing. I would be just mm-hmm. the same before as after because I realized I was I was like just an empty pipe, or or, mm-hmm. or like a straw from universal energy. And in, in this case, God, uh, he's the one mm-hmm. I called on to this person, mm-hmm. and it was my job to stay as clean and mm-hmm. uninvolved as I could, so that the other energy, the really powerful energy, could get through and do mm-hmm. the healing for this person.
1: Wow. Actually, you know, you know, Sylvia, what you experienced that is, number one, <clears throat> you use your own qi <clears throat> to heal that person. You know, this we call the energy transactions. You use your own energy to support, you know, that person. So then second, you know, you are calling the universal support and calling the God for help. So basically, you know, you form is the oneness and with the universal energy, or you can call and that's the trinity, right? The trinity is one, is the yeah. universal, is <clears throat> the universal energy, and yourself, and the person you try to help. So yeah. you know, it's exactly you know in our, in our teacher training, you know, we address that it's like, and once you have the universal support, you have the oneness with the universal support, and form the trinity then, you know, you do not have to use your own energy for healing. And so that's 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 wonderful. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead.
4: One thing that I found was that I had had (coughs) to actively uh, acknowledge Mm -hmm. that that I was calling on the universal energy because I had uh, one incident where uh, I worked on someone's dog who had been poisoned, and the Mm -hmm. dog was, was still... Half dead, And she asked me, it was my physical therapist, I was at the office, she said, can you give Walter, that was the dog, some chi? And Walter mm-hmm. was just lying on his side, breathing very shallowly, and he'd been very, very ill after eating mm-hmm. a rat that had been poisoned. Uh-huh. And so I, I started going down, and I actually did call on God's energy, but I didn't let her know that that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And um, Walter, when I was through, Walter suddenly... Uh, rolled over, he stretched, he stood up, and she cried, Oh my God, he hasn't done that since he's been sick. And then he just looked at her, and he walked away, and they went and got some water. But I was still shaky and tired, even though I'd called on universal energy, because I hadn't mm-hmm. been willing to acknowledge to the party who was there that that's I what I was doing. So it was it was as if I was trying to use God's energy, but not giving Giving credit mm. where credit was due, I have to be—I have to be out there with the energy that I'm using mm. and acknowledge yeah. where it's coming from. I can't hide it and use it secretly. So when yes. I've when I've done in the past, when I've done since then, for example, I had a student who'd broken his hand, and mm-hmm. he's a, a semi-professional athlete, and he was very upset that his hand had only healed to 25 percent of strength. Mm-hmm. When I actually worked on his hand. And called on God and thanked mm-hmm. God for what He was doing. Um, both of us could feel something going on, and uh, uh, ten hours later, my student texted me and said that his hand was completely 100% normal. And I and he wanted to thank me, and I said, you know, the the, the credit isn't mine. You know, I was just the tube. I was just I was just the straw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, the credit goes to this other form of of universal energy.
0: Wow, and, great, and job. I, great. I, Neither
4: of us had. I had no no reaction. I was fine. He was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such a great story. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this message.
2: Life carries many
3: uncertainties. Just when we think we may know where we are headed or think we have what we need, life happens and we are redirected. Join host Trina Wines each week for Life Happens, Let's Talk. By hearing stories from people just like you, as well as guest experts who can help, you'll arrive at your own understanding of the role you play in creating the outcome of your life. Listen live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration that opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern time with award winning authors Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America
0: Empowerment. This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's 1 888 346 9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force.
2: Welcome back, everybody. We'll get right back into the conversation. First, a couple of announcements. If you are in the Seattle area, consider dropping by the IQ and IM Center in Bothell, Washington for Qi Activation, a free introductory Yi Yiren Qigong class Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific. That will be followed by a weekly drop-in Level 1 class taught by past guest Laurie Amadon at 7 p.m., so you'll want to stay for that. Register at www.iqim.org. Dr. Sun will be teaching a beginning Level 1 class at the Center in Bothell on Saturday, September 30th and Sunday, October 1st. These classes fill up quickly, so you'll want to register at iqim.org. And on Sunday, October 22nd, join us at the Center for Urban Horticulture near the University Village in Seattle as iq and IM will be hosting a fundraiser to celebrate its 20th year. Reserve your spot now at iqim.org. Now let's continue the conversation. Sylvia, would
4: you like to share your experiences with people who have passed on to the other side? Uh, yes, that's that's given me a lot of joy, and and I want people to know that that it's not it's not something unusual. Um, I've I've heard many widows say, say things like they're talking to pick, to their husbands in their mind, and they say I could just hear him say. And I just heard one of my friends say, I could just hear him say, you spent how much remodeling the house? And I just told her, I said, if your energy field is open to him, yes, he was saying it. He was saying it. If your energy field is open um, and you're communicating with somebody that you want to communicate with, you can hear little bits and pieces. I don't know how much other people can hear, but but my experience has been little bits and pieces One case was uh, I was catering a reception for my friend Edith, who'd passed on. And uh, the first thing, Edith was a very light-skinned black woman. And uh, when I went to get napkins for the reception, I remember wondering, well, what color should I get? You know, would she like white or would she like off-white? And um, I called the woman who was doing my, my decorations, and she said she didn't care. So then I thought, well, I'll just ask Edith. So in my head, I said, Edith, would you prefer white napkins or off-white napkins? And Edith said, she kind of said, but she kind of intimated. She said, off-white, it's more like me. (laughs) (laughs) so i chose the off-white napkins and then um i talked to her before the couple days before the reception and by this i just mean i i called her in my mind and i said edith we're planning the reception for 50 people we're going to do serve such and such food and so on and she said immediately i heard back 50 people that's not enough there's going to be 75 well, I didn't want to hurt her feelings, so I didn't say anything, and I still planned for 50, but a generous 50. And the day of the reception came, and I was downstairs in the kitchen, and I went up to upstairs, and it looked like there were more people than, than I'd expected. <laughs> and I went to the usher, and I said, what, what's the count? Because the ushers count all the people. And the usher said, 75. Wow. Wow.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so she knows.
4: <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was that was wonderful to hear from Edith. There was mm. one other incident with her. I can't. It's not not provable like the seventy-five or not. But but I loved hearing it because as a as an eighty-nine-year-old black woman, um, of course she'd experienced her share of discrimination. And when I went to church that Sunday, the priest said how happy he'd been to preside over her funeral because she'd lived such a a wonderful life and was such a a wonderful person, and he said he was sure she'd gone straight to heaven. So as I was leaving the church that day, I couldn't resist talking to her again. I said, Edith, Father Tom said that you went straight to heaven. Is this true? (laughs) Are you in heaven? Uh And I heard this little laugh, and she said, yes, I finally made it into the club.
1: That's a good so yeah it's been
4: um, a source of a lot of joy for me to have these conversations with people who've passed on I had another one it wasn't exactly a conversation sometimes you only see the face and their expression but it was with my grandmother my French grandmother who who died many many years ago and I was back in France and I was I was trying to get in touch with her family, and I reached someone who was not related, but had found my family, and he told me that my cousin was in the insurance business, and he was in uh, kind of in middle management, so he was very busy, and he wouldn't be able to talk to me right away. But he had my phone number, and he was going to call. So I was very confused by this, and I sat back after the phone call, and I asked my grandmother. I said, "You know what?" what's going on what what what's who is this person that my cousin that i'm supposed to get in touch with our finally our family line finally and i saw her face and she had this little smile and she communicated without actually my hearing the words the words i am very proud and mm-hmm. then so that caused me to now that i finally had this person's name go on the internet and look him up and i found out that he was ceo of one of France, France's large banks. So wow. to have come from being a, a poor, uh, from a poor country boy to CEO of one of France's largest banks, I could see why my grandmother told me, I
1: am very proud. Wow. Mm. Yeah, this is wonderful. You know, one thing, you know, Sylvia, you know, I, I think, you know, people and have lots of uh, misunderstanding, you know, about this life and pass on. You know, a lot of people feel like uh, sad, will feel grief and depression to lose our friends or family members. But on the other hand, you know, uh, our loved ones, you know, once they have gone to another side, actually, they do not want to see, you know, everybody on the earth, or uh, particularly our family members, and feel like grief or upset or depression. So I think uh, you know if people have this better understanding on this uh, you know past life about this life past and how you know move to next uh, step and uh, actually can help us to have a much better understanding about our life. So I think so. Uh, can you talk about it? You know this uh, part of that. So do you see the same thing? Is like people you know suffering. A lot about it, you know, grief, um, you know, after the their loved one passed, and uh, actually, if people have a better understanding, maybe you know, it's not necessary to to feel the grief or uh, another kind of suffering. Can you talk about this part?
4: Yes, I I try to tell my friends. (coughs) I have lots of older friends, so Mm -hmm. I've actually known a lot of people who've passed on. And right. I try to tell them that, that my understanding is all death is is like stepping over a line and losing your body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all you lose your right. body, and mm-hmm. I think that I, I, I kind of liken it to to a snake that loses its skin, it sheds its skin and you know which is. Mm-hmm. It's, former body and we're still focused on the skin and we say the snake's not there you know mm-hmm. oh the snake is gone I miss the snake but the snake has just moved on in a new refreshed body and that's uh, a new refreshed existence and and that's my understanding uh, of what's mm. really <laughs> going on
1: yeah you know this is a and there have a uh, there was an amazing story about uh, when Daoist Master called have You know, when John's wife passed away and all his students feel so sad, cry, you know, grief and, uh, you know, we lost a wonderful, you know, and uh, kind of a a mother uh, lost a wonderful person is like the master's wife. And then when everyone kind of cry grief, you know, John's come out and uh, smile and uh, laughing and uh, dancing. And he feels so happy and all the students come and say like hi master what are you doing so why you do not feel sad or grief you know, for your wife and pass away and then he said do you think you know better you know my wife better than I do <laughs> and he said you know actually my wife have now moved on and uh, she is went to a really good place so I feel happy where and she went. Now I, you know, I feel happy, and I should celebrate of his life. So you know, those kind of, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, misunderstanding when the things moved on, what we should do, you know, we can have different choices, right? So also I remember, you know, it's uh, like the one I see one uh, lady in privately, and she have this all the chronic pain and and feel sad, feel guilt, partially she feels so much guilt. And the guilt causes her lots of healthy, healthy problems, the pain and fatigue. And I will remember uh, before I see her second time, and before I see her second time, I had a dream. A young lady come to me says like, can you pass a message to my mother? It's like my my death has nothing to do with my mother, it's not her fault. And I said, what's your name? And she told me, oh, my name is Sarah. So I said, oh, this is really interesting. So I remember this dream, then when I had the session, I said, you know, and some lady want to uh, pass a message to you. Says like her death is not, uh, not your fault. I'm not sure this message is true or not. Uh, I said that the lady, the young lady called Sarah. And then suddenly she's crying. Mm. <laughs> and it turned out, you know, Sarah, what's her daughter? And I said, she, she said, you know, she really don't want to see you feel, feel sad, feel grief, And particularly she don't want to you feel guilt because her death is not your fault and so that was a really it was a helpful and to the mother and so the mother always uh, saw the daughter is her life and she put so much love and care for her and she saw that she didn't do a good job you know for for take care of her protect her and so then when i told her you know her daughter don't want to see her mother suffering and so that session was was really amazing because after i told her the story i don't have to do anything because she's crying a lot i just prepared some like the tissues for her and so yeah this is the one part of you know we talk about higher dimensional communications and also people have a lot of misunderstanding you know about people's communications about the phenomena. so and i would like to hear more your uh, perspectives and understanding on this topic.
2: Right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this commercial message.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to
3: gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, Noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hear, Just Be You, a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I Am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change.
0: Succeed. This is Human Potential and Life Force. To reach Dr. Sun or his guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Human Potential and Life Force. Welcome back, everybody.
4: Sylvia, would you like to share how people can contact you? Oh, yes. I have a website. It's called One, and that's O-N-E, heart, Qigong. Dot com. So it's www.oneheartchigong.com, and I have information there about about my classes and, and about some of the healing experiences that, that I've that I've been part of um, and, and background about how how I was extremely ill myself and, and how I became well. So it's all on my website. Thank you.
1: Oh, Simeon, You know, I remember. You know, uh, you mentioned about it, uh, some energetic communications or higher, higher dimensional communications or spiritual communications, and uh, I remember. You know, you shared one, when, uh, like, uh, uh, practice and uh, with my teacher, and uh, can you share about that story?
4: Oh yes. Well, I've had a picture of your teacher, Master Wang. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I had it in in some information, and I realized it was not a good idea to throw it away. So I just framed it and I put it in the room where I practiced qigong. So every once in a while, I was I would talk to the to the picture and say, you know, did I do okay or something? You know, nothing wouldn't hear anything, fine, you know, big deal. And then uh, one day I was doing my qigong, and I have to confess, I was not doing it very mindfully. I, my mind was wandering. I don't know if I was thinking about groceries, but I was just going through the motions and my brain was somewhere else. And all of a sudden, I heard this male voice saying, Pay attention! And I just <laughs> froze. <laughs> I just, I, what was that? Mm-hmm. And I knew it. You know, it was again. It was inside my head, but it did. It was not of me. I know mm-hmm. me. It was not of me. And then I, my eyes fell on, and I knew it was Master Wong. Mm-hmm. And um, he was right. I hadn't been paying attention. He'd gotten into my mind. He'd been watching me the whole time, and he realized what a what a slacker I'd been. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I did start talking to him after that. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly, it was he was talking to me though. Um, mm-hmm. And mostly, he was telling me uh, how I was not doing a good enough job. I was not practicing enough. I was practicing an hour a day at that time. He mm-hmm. said, "No, three hours." And he was very firm. <laughs> and he was—he—he was—you uh, so just did not—you uh, did not disobey. But the first time I remember when he, he suddenly barked at me, "Pay attention!"
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
4: I remember when I came was able to function. I, I said to him, oh, Wow, you're not like Dr. Sun, are you? Because Dr. <laughs> Sun has always been very gentle and smiling with his students and urging us, maybe do twenty minutes a day, maybe an hour if you really feel like it. That's how he was at that time. and <laughs> And I said, You're not like Dr. Sun, are you? And he goes, No. <laughs> As if he was insulted that I would include him in the same breath. So uh, I understand from Doctor Sun, this is kind of Master Wong's uh, personality, or was. Um, so uh, yes, I'm. I'm deeply grateful to have Master Wong's guidance and his discipline. Clearly, I need it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you did a, you know, follow his uh, advice, and you did a practice. Uh, Three hours uh, of your qigong. Oh, course. yeah,
4: yes, and it made a huge difference. You know, I've been doing an hour a day, and I, I've been mm-hmm. doing kind of the same thing. And all of a sudden, I he, he he forced me to up my game, and then I really began making progress. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was it was what I what exactly what I needed.
1: Yeah, thank you for sharing that because you know in here you know it's it's about you know it's is about his personality, is Wang is about you know the tradition. Way in you know, effort practice, you know, when I was, uh, you know, and uh, taught from my grown uncle, you know, I was a uh, practice uh, sometimes like six hours a day, you know, and mm. two or three hours a session. And uh, also, you know, the the old teachers they always think it should be severe to the student, so they think that's you know make sure everyone have this plain commitment. Uh, that's their belief, that's their love and care. And so, you know, but, uh, you know, once getting here, I realized in this culture, you know, everyone is so busy, you know, and uh, also it's like uh, so much things people need to be more respected and, uh, you know, be supported in different ways. So I think it's really important, you know, to understand everyone's situation. And uh, uh, to me, you know, it's like practice 20 minutes and it's a minimum i think you know like the practice of time and just like you said because in our practice we have a movement, but our moment not only goes through the motion right so the movement should have the life force the authentic chi with that number one number two you know our mind should go with it we talk about our practice is the true love uh, we see so because this uh, self-love and produce more life force and also you know we should pay pay attention where the body needed so that's really and as good good point you know it's my teacher pointed that out to you so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so i think you know when we're practice i i want to say you know the 20 minutes maybe may just warming up you know, if you feel the warming up, then if you feel the saliva flowing enhanced, this is the beginning, the body begins to produce medicine as our body needed. So then after warming up, I would like to say, you know, one, 20 minutes is one dose, like taking medication, you know, so one, one dose is 20 minutes. Then if, you know, some individual health condition needed more doses, then you should increase the practice time. So then, if we practice, and uh, for you at that time, maybe Doctor Wang, uh, Master Wang, you know knows like, uh, and uh, one hour not enough. So do not have enough dosage, you know, for your condition. <laughs> you you should increase your doses. And once you increase your doses, then things really changes. So yeah, that's really uh, and fascinating. We should have you know, to you know we should develop. Our personal lives, the practice, and the time. So, if you found the right exercise and also right time, you will be getting the maximum benefit from our practice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Sylvia, uh, on the show and share your experience. Oh,
4: thank
1: you're you so very much.
4: welcome.
2: Yes, it's been another quick hour. Thank you, Sylvia. And thank you, Dr. Sun. And
4: thank, thank you, you. listeners.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, listeners, for joining us this hour. Please join us next week for conventional medicine and life force. In the meantime, may the life force be with you.
0: Thank you for listening to Human Potential and Life Force. Please join Dr. Sun for another edition of our program next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. During the coming week, see if you can figure out what your body is telling you.